Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan and joining me is my co-host Jane Hilsden. Hi Stace, what's going on? Oh, lots as usual, <laughs> always. We thought we would spend uh, today talking about things that we've um, read since the last time we spoke about things that we've read. Yes. <laughs> because we had um, lots of people commenting and, and sharing and liking our episode that we did on our favourite books and things that um, that we like to listen to that inspire us. So mm. since then, we've read a heap of other books. So yes. let's talk about those. Yes. And I, I really only get to read um, books in any kind of prolific nature when I'm on holiday because yeah. I find it really hard to fit in reading time um, outside of, of holidays. So while yeah. while I was away over the summer, I actually got stuck into a few good ones. For me, that's the indication of how good a holiday is. Yes. How many books did I get through? Yes. Because I, I will take a pile. Yes. A ridiculous pile. But yes, I'm I never going to yes. get through yes. any time that I go away. Even if I'm just going away overnight. Yep. I will take two books. Like, yep. what? Really? Yep. Yep. But I like to be able to choose which one I want to read yeah. too. Yes, I do too. And speaking of taking books away, mm. books, 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 or Kindle books or no, no, book, audio books. books. Okay. Book, books, yep. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, I must say I'm a traditionalist when it comes to book. I love the feel of a book. Yeah. I just I, I just find it more comfortable to read. Um, I think I actually need glasses, so I can't read screens very well at the moment. I know, someone <laughs> you can go to for I was going to say, I'll have to go. <laughs> Eat again. <laughs> I think the um the the feel of a book, like the choice of cover and the choice yes. of um paper used, is stupidly important to me. We judge a book by our cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and how it feels. Yep. I have a problem with hardcover books. I can't. Yes. I can't do hardcover books. No, I don't like them much either. If I, it's nothing more disappointing to me than ordering a book online, getting it, opening the package, and finding that you've clicked. Hardcover instead of paperback. <laughs> I must say that hasn't happened to me. It's happened to me all the time. And you'd really? think because I'm pa- like paranoid about it, I would be more diligent. Yes. One of the books that I bought for myself back in November, I end up gifting as a Christmas present because I bought it in hardcover. And I was Are like, you serious? Ugh. It annoys you that much? Oh, I can't do it. I don't. Wow. Yeah. Most of my book reading is done in bed. Yes. So... I like to be able to manipulate the spine, I yes. guess, and you, that's, yes. that's a bit harder with hardcover. Yes. I, I'm surprised at how much it annoys me. Yeah, that I is I don't that know is why. <laughs> yes. No, well, you know, everyone has their thing. The other thing that I like to do, and not so much with fiction, but to be honest, I can't think of the last time I read a fiction book. Neither can I. Um, I'm reading business books, and so I actually like to highlight and dog ear and underline and... Post-it note. Yes. So that's yeah. why I like a physical book. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's so. not the same if you're just writing all over your iPad. No. <laughs> no, not the best solution. So nice. what what were your choices? Oh well I've only got one. You've brought props, so you get to go first. Oh you've okay. got actual the, the actual books in studio. I've got two of them. I read three. You do one and then I'll do mine and then you do yours. Okay. That way. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, left out. I'm going to kick off with the barefoot investor then. Okay. We talked about this in the last episode that mm. you're one of your words for the year is finance. Of yes. Something you're going to prioritize. Yes, that's right. On the back of you reading this fabulous book, which it seems that everyone has read. It's a bestseller in Australia. I think it's number one um, probably at the moment and yeah. probably will be by the time this episode goes to air. And there's a good reason for that, Stace. Um, this, this book has kind of crossed my path 
after a couple of years of working with an excellent accountant yep. who has really helped me understand the numbers in my business. So with me being able to understand the numbers in my business, it's given me a whole new appreciation of finance and numbers full stop. Yeah. Um, and it's made me want to engage more with the personal finances of, of you know, my, my personal finances, which I've always handballed straight to my husband. Yeah. Anyway, so I'd heard a few people talking about the Barefoot Investor and I thought, right, sounds good. I'm going to read it. I saw it on my little brother's kitchen bench. Ah. And my brother wouldn't own five books. Yes. But it was on his kitchen yes. bench and I went, wow. Yes. that's And, and it was clearly he'd been reading it. And I was yes. like, this, this book's got more reach than I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And look, I think um, there's a reason for that. Uh, you know, A, he's he it's really well written. Yeah. Um, B, like I'm not talking Ernest Hemingway. I'm just talking about the concepts are very well explained and he breaks everything down to be so easy to understand. But it's written in a very conversational manner and he's quite funny as well. So Scott Pape, the author of this book, is actually kind of a financial journalist as well. He's not a trained journalist, but he contributes to The Age in Melbourne and he's also, um, I think, contributed to the Channel 7 News. So he's been commentating on finance for a while. Yeah. So he gets it in terms of communication. Um, It's not like just any how-to kind of book. Um, I guess the brilliance of this book is he actually gives you actual steps and products and organisations to call to back up his recommendation. So he kind of pitches an idea or a a concept as to how to, and and look, I'll use his example as to how he manages his household cash flows or how he suggests that you manage your household cash flow. Um, And he's got these buckets essentially and he's got, you know, he, he just says, look, take your complete um, income. Yep. You put 60% into daily expenses. You took put 10% into a smile account. You put 10% into a splurge account. So smile account is kind of saving for a big holiday. Splurge account is your coffees and your, you know, Dan Murphy's and your nights out. Yep. Um, and then 20% goes into what's called a fire extinguisher account. And that fire extinguisher account is kind of pointed at many expenses along the way, along the way of his nine-step program. Yeah. So it's really, really easy to kind of conceptualise and understand. Now, he actually goes as far as to go and, and he also gets you to set up this Mojo account which is like a long-term um, growth account that you just don't touch pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, he, he actually goes as far as to say, and here is the bank that you need to, you know, the, and he suggests ING. He, he three or four times throughout the book will mention that he is absolutely not paid or commissioned by any of the organisations that he lists in the book. Yeah. Um, so it's completely genuine. Um, but yeah, so he will actually say, go to ING and ask for this exact account and then say this to your existing bank manager, but don't <laughs> transfer your these, mortgage. These or... are the actions that I need, oh my specific gosh. instructions. And do you know, off the back of that, so so I've completed the book and look, to be honest, you know, bless my husband, he has actually done, uh, uh, and together we have actually done a lot of the stuff that he addresses anyway. Yeah. So there really probably wasn't that much for us to, to do, but there were definite tweaks that will help us 
get better solutions than we're already getting. So that cash flow management, again, my husband had set up a similar kind of system, but it was too broad. Yeah. The way that he's done it is so specific. I said to uh, my husband, that that's that's the program I need to follow. Yeah. This is a program I need to follow. The other thing that he suggests you do is just to completely cut up your credit cards. So there goes any, you know, kind of oh, American what Express. What about my flyer points? But he just <laughs> says... Cut them out. I know. Yeah. That's what, and do you know what? He completely demystifies frequent flyer points. He demyst- And I don't think – because he's not writing to business owners here. He's yeah. writing to the general, you know, yeah. public. So he demystifies that. You know, he basically tells you to throw your phone insurance out the window. He tells you to scale down your, your health insurance so that you get the absolute most premium hospital cover yep. but forget the rest. You know, so it's like tangible actions yeah. and recommendations that you go, oh, you know – that's big of him to recommend. Like he's going out on a limb to recommend that. And also to do that in a book where the products could change, yep. things could, mm. you know, uh, the, everyone else that's not ING could suddenly go, oh, this guy's doing this for, you know, recommending yes. everyone goes there. If everyone else starts offering different things and changing, the book yep. becomes obsolete very quickly. So a big risk to take as an author. Yes. On on basing on specific products and things. Yes. I'm sure the message is still the same throughout. Well, the version I've got is the updated 2017 version. Ooh, so nice. I get the impression um, and then he kind of references throughout the, the book that, you know, since writing this, you know, I, I, here is an update or, or whatever. So he has updated a little bit of cool. product information. So, you know, whether he plans to do that annually or whatever. But, yeah, because it is just so um, definitive in its in its recommendations, it's so helpful. Yeah. It is such a valuable book. And I guess... It's, you know, everyone in Australia is reading it. I was holidaying with a friend of mine who's a financial planner and she said, she, she said, oh, Jane, I have to actually read it because people are coming in and saying, referencing. Like, I want to do this. Yeah. yeah. And saying, look, he, you know, suggests this um, Don Bradman retirement strategy and he says that you only need, you know, this, 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 this and this, you know, is this true? Um, and and, and um, my friend actually said that, that people are literally going out and doing exactly what he tells them to do, which I believe I did. Yeah. Like I literally went to my bank and I said, I want this, these the accounts to, set, yeah, to be set up. And yeah. now I'm going to write on each card, daily expenses, splurge, smile, mm-hmm. fire extinguisher. So because I just think it's a system that would will absolutely work yeah. with us. I love it. Um, can I ask how, if, did you and your husband read the book? No. Or just you read it? And then how did he take that all on? Oh, <laughs> he's just so happy that I am on the Caring. same page after <laughs> however many years that he's tried to get me there. Right. Um, he's just like, whatever you need to do to be motivated to, to do this, you, let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the fact that, Jane, you've just spent 10 minutes and 27 seconds talking about finances. <laughs> See? It's yeah. because I, I set the word in yeah. 2018. <laughs> I just think this time last year, there was no way either of us would have had anything to say. Hey, you Do you know, I actually, I actually get very excited about it now. Yeah. I get very excited because I understand it. Yeah. I didn't before because I didn't get it. That's a big lesson. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So yours? Oh, well, first of all, now I need to go and read The Barefoot Investor because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've kind of known that that's, yeah. Yes. That it's, it's, it's been on my radar and that I should. Mine is completely um, 
different. It's more thought-provoking. It's by Rachel O'Meara. It's called Pause. And the reason I picked it up is because it says, feeling overwhelmed, burnt out or stuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Harnessing the life-changing power of giving yourself a break is the tagline. Yeah, good. Um, And... When I started reading this book, and, and, you know, the irony is that it took me a year to read it because I would read bits here and there and everywhere, it, it's it's crazy how many times that word mm. after reading the book has just come up into my uh, – how I've noticed the word being around. What, I think pause? It's, the pause. word pause. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Super Soul Sunday, Oprah's new mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I say new. It's not new. Yeah. It's new in my world. But, yeah. Um, and – the importance of, and, and she uses the word all the time, and it's come up th- oh, with right. several of the different guests that she's had. Okay, um, about how important it is to take a pause. So not necessarily um, a big life pause, and it can be something like that. Something like, um, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert, eat, pray, love. Oh, she okay. took a pause yep. that went for years. Yep. Um, on her existence. Yeah. Um, but just. Doing simple things like stopping and taking a breath when you need to make a decision or being able to stop and enjoy this time playing Lego with your child rather than going, well, no, I really should get dinner on because it is a quarter to six or just being able to take moments in your life to pause. Do you know, I paused this morning. I, 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 I kind of had to run my day a little bit differently because I felt overwhelmed um, yesterday yep. and I thought, you know, I need to change the script here. And so I did a couple of hours work and then I paused and I got in my swimmers and I went down to the beach and for half an hour I lay in the sun and got vitamin D, you know. Lovely. And then I went for a swim and then I went for coffee and then I came home and I was I had the most productive five hours after that. Yep. It was amazing. That's amazing. You took a pause. The power of pause. Yes. So that's that's what the book is. And there's nothing, you know, completely enlightening in it that I go, oh, this book just taught me to blah, blah, blah. But it was just a really nice, gentle mm. tap on the shoulder reminder yes. that it doesn't have to be go, 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 go every hour of every day. Yes. All the time. Yes. But it's okay to take a breath. It's okay to be able to read an email, pause, maybe overnight, let it simmer, then reply Mm. rather than going, oh, I need to deal with this now because otherwise if I don't deal with it now, then it's like... Yes. Hustle, hustle, hustle the entire time. Yes. Speaking of hustle, do you think the word hustle is gone is... I'd like it to. Yeah. It just, it, just does. as I said it, just then I was like, oh, I'm so sick of that word. Yes. And and do you know what? I was just thinking when you were saying that you've just noticed the word pause, I thought, I wonder if that's like the new hustle. It might be. <laughs> it might be. And if so, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think hustle's done its day. Yeah. And I'm frankly over hustling. Yes. I'm, I'm quite ready yes. to pause. Yes. And to, absolutely. Take, and to take a moment. And also yes. for my kids too as well. Like, yes. Yep. I don't enjoy how much I say we need to go because we're going to be late yes. to my children. Yeah. Sometimes yep. I need to pause with them too. Yes. And that was kind of the takeaway from the book. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Um, okay. So the next book, I'm actually just going to, to mention The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Yep, beep. Um, and I'm and I'm also going to proceed this just this little blurb about the the book in that I know that this is like Australia's number two bestseller, or it might be number one, and and uh, Barefoot Investors number two. Everybody's everybody seems to have read it. Yep. 
Um, what I really enjoyed about that book was the concept. And, and like you said before, in terms of the book Pause, it's not like you're walking walking away like the Barefoot Investor where you can go chapter to chapter. There was this so many instructions to do. It's it's just the overall concept yeah. that you walk away with. Thought-provoking. And, and the thought-provoking overall concept of that was just choose where you spend your energy at the end of the day. Right. You know, so don't get caught up in the stuff that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, at you know, and I think that that in the in the latter half of last year, I started to really do that before even reading the book. Yeah. Um, so when the book finally fell into your hands, was it was like, oh, just that's cementing. What I've been doing yeah, and yes, it what just, you were doing. It just works. Yeah. yeah. You just you just can't dwell on this stuff. You've just seriously got to you know focus your energy that on the stuff that counts. Yeah. Um, which was the major takeaway from from that. Um, the other book that I brought along, and I must say I haven't actually finished it, and I think we might have referenced it in our last episode that we spoke about the books, but we because I think we both just got our hands on the book Purpose by Lisa Messenger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so we both kind of... we've both been fans a, of other Lisa's other books. Yeah, and, and we've both deep-dived into it. From what, what you've read, what, what have you thought so far? I find... Um, uh, this and both Simon and Cynic stuff, mm. um, because it's all kind of purpose and why it's all kind of the same theme. Yes, um, you know, figuring out why you're here and and what you're trying to do. For me, that that's not uncharted territory. Mm. I've had a very strong yeah, why agree. and purpose for a while. So yes, um, it's been it's been nice to kind of go over that and and get reassurance that yes, I'm on the right track and yes, that is you are seeing that through the vision in my business and you are seeing that through the way that I spend time with my family and you are like, it is, it is impacting on my life. Mm. But I think the book is more suited to people who are a bit stuck and a mm. bit going, oh, I, don't, I just don't know what to do yes. next or where I'm going or what I'm doing. And I'm kind of not in that place. No. And I think, um, I think you're right in terms of the concept has come at the latter season of the trend Find your why. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's it's not a new concept. Uh, you know, in fairness to Lisa, she she has always been someone, like even in her daring and disruptive, her first book, you know, she, she, she talks quite passionately about finding your why. Yeah. And so she's just kind of expanded on that. And, and that's what I found this book was, was really just an expansion of the chapter from daring and disruptive, which was about find yeah. your why. And it probably states the obvious, but as you said, it's probably – obvious because we've just heard so much of it yeah. in the last, you know, two or three years. And then and sometimes I just think, gosh, are we all just, you know, does it does it just set people on another path of expectation in terms of you have to know your why to survive? Like you are yeah. not a complete person unless you have your, you know, why sorted for yeah. your for for your life. Um and I think, and I think, well, it leads me to kind of overthink it in terms of, well, what is what is my why? Um, in you know, again, in the last couple of months or the last six months, I've realised for my business that the whole reason I do what I do is to have flexibility. Yep complete flexibility in how I live my life, how I, you know, interact with my kids, my family, my work and all that sort of stuff. Yep. It's, it's flexibility. And and just understanding that, which I guess is my why. It, I guess that is my why. Yeah. But it doesn't seem earth shattering and it doesn't seem innovative and it doesn't seem, you know, uh, like a brilliantly written piece of copy or. Yeah. And I think that's what I was looking for. Yeah. In yeah. my why was yeah. just this incredible groundbreaking, you know, 
changing the world. Yeah. Yeah. But really, it's just, I just love flexibility. I hate to be tied tied to something. I hate to (laughs) be working, you know, stuck, you know, like I hate to be stuck. So flexibility for me is so important because I thrive when I have that. And and so I guess, you don't want to be stuck in a traffic jam with Jane. (laughs) I was very well behaved. I was very well behaved, I must say. Um, But yeah, so so I guess that's kind of my, my why. But again, you know, sometimes I feel like we're making such a big deal of it, you know, and, and, you know, do we need to? Yeah. But again, anything that Lisa Messenger writes, I'm going to read. The books are always beautiful. They're beautifully photographed. They're beautifully written in some, you know, yes. in some places. They're, you know, gorgeous to pick. They're an easy read as well. Very easy. You don't really feel like you're... Yes. It's yeah. not intense. And I must say, I was quite pleasantly surprised to see the pictures and the, the, the graphics in this, not all her yeah. this time. <laughs> <laughs> which was nice. <laughs> Very good. We'd love to know what you've been reading and what's been um and and what your reading pattern is um mm. when when you find time to to be able to etch that into your existence. I'd love to know how other people do it. Mm. You can always contact us on Facebook at facebook.com/pod/missbossyboots/podcast. Uh, um and just on the Facebook page, we've received some reviews recently, which thank Woo-hoo. you so much for that. We really really appreciate it when you guys do come and get in touch with us um and and leave us positive reviews. We love to to hear that what we're you know, producing is actually resonating and people are listening to it and, and enjoying it. So thank you. And Apple Podcasts have just made it a little bit easier to leave a review as well. Big shout out to Renee who messaged us because she wanted to leave us a review but wasn't sure how. Right. Um, when you scroll down, once you've subscribed to a podcast and you scroll down, it actually says it's got five stars there and it goes click the star that you want and then write a review under it. Really simple, really easy. Oh. Just log on and go straight to it. So, oh, thank you, Renee, for yes. that little hack update. That's great. Leave us a review on iTunes or leave us a review on Facebook. But either way, make sure you shout out and we'll talk to you next time on Miss Bossy Boots. Goodbye.